Many of you who have uh, lived here in the Cumberland area for your whole life, and, uh, and especially if you are into high school uh, sports, especially football, uh, the name Trimble is the name that you've, you've recogni- you will recognize, and, and uh, that name has, uh, uh, has been known for uh, a number of generations now. And so uh, there's, a, there's a friend of mine that uh, I connected with earlier in the summer, and then more recently, uh, by the name of Gerald Trimble. And uh, we grew up together, went to school together. And uh, I invited him to come today and sit with me. And we're just going to talk about the goodness of God. And so uh, would, you, would you welcome with me, first of all, I want to say hello and uh, happy Sunday to his lovely wife, Linda, who's right down here in the front row. Let's give them a wonderful LOH welcome. It's Gerald as he comes up meets me here this morning. Yeah. Now, uh, so they don't know how talented we are, I don't think. Uh, we'll, just, we'll just let you guys in on this. You know, we were in, uh, let's see, we went to Johnson Heights Elementary School together. I think it was fifth grade. And, and, you know, how many of you are glad how God intervenes in your life and, like, you think you're going in one direction and you go in another? Well, for some reason, our fifth grade teacher, out of all the talented students in our classroom, picked Gerald and I to do a music debut at this big uh, parent-teacher's thing, packed auditorium, and we get up and we debut, just us, who's afraid of the big bad wolf? <laughs> and, and all I can say is, it's, it's, it, if there would have been a talent scout in the room, our lives would have skyrocketed. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we, we, we ha- I mean, we thought about doing it for you today, but we, you know. But anyway, but that, there, there's a couple memories that I have. I have a lot of memories. And my, my high school buddies and friends, they go, how do you remember all this stuff? I, I don't know why I, I do, but uh, a lot of great memories. And Gerald and I were talking the other night about some of them. He goes, how do you remember that? There's, uh, I remember so many things, but there's, there's another memory I have, Gerald. We, uh, and I wish people, I wish the school was still there because they could they could get they could get a better picture of this but we'd play we'd play softball at lunchtime you remember that we'd have our teams play oh, yeah. and yeah. and we were on the same team at miss shaner's class we were like incredible we were legendary and 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 and, and you remember this you hit us you hit a ball dude you hit a ball that hit the school do, do you remember that actually i do you do see actually i do do you what what did that feel like just it felt like a ball hitting the pool. <laughs> so anyway, so Ger- Gerald was, I, I mean, you, you, like, you were great at football all the way up, even before Fort Hill and all that stuff, and your brothers, and you had, you know, your, your older brothers, and their names came before you, and you're the youngest, right, in your family? Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, so I just felt so cool about myself that I was friends with Gerald, because he was like, I knew he was going to start him in football, and I was just going to hitch on and, and go along. But, uh, we, anyway, but I wanted to take a couple of minutes and just talk about some of the commonalities you and I had. You know, we grew up in a different time than now. We grew up in the best of time, didn't, in a way. Yes, we did. We did. No doubt. And the best yes. music. Yes. Right? Can I ask you, what was your? Okay, so you played sports, and you know, like before, back in the '70s, you'd come out on the basketball court, and they would, you know, you'd warm up to the tunes. Remember that? What What was your jam back then? Do you remember? Wow. What was your jam? Wow, you put me on the spot. I know. Uh, wow. I don't know if I had a certain jam. They yeah? all was mine. Well, what like? 
no, not a song in your head, like when you're warming up. I was in Earth, Alec. Wind, and Fire back in the day. Earth, Wind, and Fire. That I'm was saying. that I'm was saying. who I was into. Shine and Star. All that, that good a, stuff. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. It was up there. Yeah. So we lived in the time of good music. God bless our hearts. We really, we really did. And and I and and and, and they know this. I, I don't know. I didn't tell Linda this, but. I have a problem of using 70s lyrics illustrations in my sermons. And, 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 and uh, this guy over here pointing to, Sean. Sean, Sean wrote me a, a message one time. He, he goes, boss. He goes, and this is when he worked uh, as the youth pastor then. He called me boss. I think, I don't know if he wanted to raise or just make me feel good. But he called me boss and he said, look, your sermon was great, but dude, you gotta, you gotta lose the 70s lyrics illustrations because nobody's getting Carly Simon. I'm like, oh, geez. Anyway, but anyhow, so that, that's, just a quick one. Um, we have the things that I, 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 you know, well, let me just say the story. Back in the summer, or the spring, I think it was, after the George Floyd horrific tragedy, I, I, I got rocked inside because I felt like I was showing up way too late. And somebody that had an opportunity to, to speak and to uh, be a leader I was way in the back of the pack. I didn't mean to be, but I was. And God really grabbed, grabbed me about that. And that one, that one, just as it did to, to, to so many people, just was so traumatic. And I remember uh, I was to have a Sunday morning uh, message and I told everybody, hey, I'm going to change my message and just going to go on a fly. And they go, what are you going to preach on? I said, uh, pray for me because I'm going to preach on racism in the church. I didn't know what the heck I was going to say, but I was just going to let my heart just explode. And, and I did. And, uh, and it was interesting after that, I got so much feedback from people privately that I didn't know. And I didn't know, had their eye on me didn't know they were listening. And they thanked me for that. And I didn't, want, I didn't want thanks for that because I thought, you know what? I'm so far in the back of the pack. But then I had other people trying to steer me back on course. Don't you know what Black Lives Matter means? Or don't you know? And, and I just said, you know what? I don't know about all that, but I know this. I want my friends to know they matter right now. I want to remove all doubt just in my life. I can't control the world, can't control the nation, but I just thought, I, I'm too far back in the pack, and I've got to do something. Not just say something, but do something. So I'm sitting out here one Saturday night, and I just was just, God was messing me up on that. And I was praying, I was like, God, I'm so sorry for not being an influence, not being a voice. And you popped in my head, I was sitting right over there, and I had my computer, and I just, all of a sudden, I got Facebook Messenger out, and I started typing to you. Hey, brother. I haven't talked to you in forever, but hey, brother, I thought, this is going to be so dumb. I mean, he's going to think, what? So I just let it go out there, and, and I, I said, I, I wanna, I'd love to get with you, come over and sit down with you and Linda, and just, and just talk. What's going on? How you feel? And I, I didn't expect you to get back to me. I thought, this is probably the dumbest thing. He's probably like, what? And you know how, like, as soon as you send the message out, then you hear that noise on Facebook, it goes. He was writing back immediately, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. I didn't know what I thought. I thought, what is he going to say? And you were so accepting, and you were so right there. 
And, uh, and we were going to get together, and then my, my wife had some health issues and some, the COVID stuff, with, and then my mom had some health issues, and I kind of like drifted again. And our church went on a fast about a month ago, and for seven days, and the one prayer request I had was, God, I don't want to be in the back of the pack anymore, but I don't know what to do. And at the end of the seven days, the next day was my birthday. On that day, when my kids were at the house celebrating my birthday, you sent me a, a message. Can you tell them what it said? Do you remember exactly? Uh, basically, I just asked that uh, I wanted to come to the church and just express how much God has done for me. It was just a way you opened up that door and I thought I'd just walk through. So I did. So I'm sitting here today. And, yeah, and uh, yeah, and so... I just felt so power. I just felt this thing like, wow, God is really in this, you know. And and you and I, we've we've talked behind the scenes. You know, we're just guys. We're we're exactly. we're dads. We're grandpas. Can you? I, we, I know we're young and all that, but we're we're grandpas, and uh, and we just we're trying to figure this out and and walk with the Lord. And I just thought about you know the commonalities that we share. Uh, our our parent our parents. Uh, we have good roots. Uh, tell, tell them, they know mine. Tell, tell them about yours. Well, that's where my blessing started for me. Uh, my parents. That was the first blessing that I received was God gave me my parents. And uh, they were church-going people. And uh, we went to church. My mother was a Sunday school teacher. And there was no way we was getting out going to church. We, we had to be there. And back then, church was a little different. Uh, we had Sunday school, and we got over to Sunday school. We started about 9 o'clock till about 10, 10.30. Then church started, and I'm talking about church. <laughs> I went from church to about 9 o'clock in the morning, and I walked out of that church to about 1.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> we had church. And the upbringing taught me to always believe, hmm. always believe in him. He was always by my side. You see, I'm not sitting here because of anything that I've done. And I'm not sitting here because of I'm that almighty Christian that doesn't have any faults. I'm sitting here because God told me he wanted me to be here today. So I followed his word. Pastor Tim opened his doors. And that's why I'm sitting here today. It's because of his blessings. And I've been blessed through all these years. My lovely wife over here, we started our family young, real young. 16 and 17. So three kids later, five grandchildren later, and 44 years, we're still here. And that's because God was beside us. That's why. She was a blessing from the day one. So I just thank God for her. I thank God for my family. It's just a pleasure being here. Mm, 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 mm. The youngest of four brothers. So you were surrounded by brothers. I was surrounded by sisters. And a good, I didn't, that didn't, I mean, that was a good thing. I didn't even that was a house that was a good thing. Um, y y your, your brothers, uh, uh, two of them uh, uh, died too soon, right? Yes. I know you've been through some, some heartache over that and losing your parents and all that. And yes, uh, from 2011 to 2018, I really struggled. I lost my mother, I lost two brothers, and I lost my father. But through it all, besides my family, God was right there. He pulled me through it. And that's 
reason I want to be so happy and so glad that he has pulled me through it. Mm-hmm. The, uh, there were two scriptures that, uh, that I put that were, are a part of the, the Song of Ascents portion of the Psalms that we've been looking at over the past month. And the two that, that I wanted to kind of like camp in uh, this morning is the first one that says, uh, it says, um, if God had not been on our side, what if God had not been there for us? When you think back through. And I, I was talking to Gerald the other night and I said, you know, one of the similarities that we both had that we didn't know about each other through all the school years, we were, we were church kids. Um, you, you didn't necessarily make that publicly known, you know, going to middle school and high school. Hey, I'm a church guy, you know, wasn't kind of thing you do. Um, but I remember just, there was something about you and your family that, that because we knew each other somewhat, that I, uh, I always admired. I always admired. And I think, I think it had something to do with the, the blessing of God that was there. Neither you nor I were, were, were tremendous witnesses of our faith in school, but there was something about both, both your life and probably my life that it was that, it was that hook it was that anchor, although we might not have been using it to the degree we, we could have and should have, it was there for us. How did that help you through? Just knowing, see, my parents were the pillars, and they molded us from day one. Hmm. Walking in the church, doing things in the church, being with the church. Those were the things that I banked on now being able to look back and reflect on what mom and dad told me. It's just, it's just a blessing. Mm. Just a blessing. And uh, we were talking about, so like what, 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 what time was it in your life when, where it really, really st- stuck and it was like, okay, uh, you know that song we sang, I am a child of God. But, uh, and, and you said it, so well that we're not perfect. We're, we're not here to say we're super Christians or anything. But, but when the, was there a moment or was it a, uh, a progression where you were like, you know what, I, I, I got to get on the, the course. I got I to gotta go, go after the Lord. I've got, he's got to be. Well, when you start a family at the young age that we did, you better start then. <laughs> because if you don't have him on your side, imagine being 16 and 17 years old. Still got to make it through high school. And with all the things that come along with the pregnancies and everything that goes along with it, if God wasn't there by my side. You know what I remember? I remember, I remember that time. And uh, I remember watching you guys. And I remember you wa- staying together and not going your own way or not walking, you know, and, 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 and seeing that. And then, you know, I went away to college in, in Florida and would see you guys at the football games or whatever. And just there you were, you know, and, and we, we weren't connected like you were as kids going our own ways, but I saw that 
and, and, and what is, which is not the norm. It's not. Uh, but look at the message. Look at the anchors that, that God has placed and, 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 the, and the message that you guys have just from, just, from, just from going through the things and staying in faith, walking through the storms. Now here we are, we blink our eyes and we are 50, 60, 59? 59. 59, me too, me too. I, I didn't want, I just, I didn't, I didn't want to, but I, yeah, uh, holding as long as we can. Trying, um, trying. So, so we look now and, uh, you know, we were born in the early 60s. We lived through the 60s thing, the late 60s thing. I was thinking about this this morning. In one year, I think we were probably maybe in second grade, third grade. In one year, three political giants were assassinated in our country in one year, right? We were, we were young. I, I don't, I'm, I'm sure you remember some of that. I remember some of that. And then, you know, some of the, 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 and the turbulence then was just, you know, I don't know how to compare it to now, but it was, you know. It wasn't easy growing up in the 60s and 70s. For me or, or you, yeah. either way. We, but, but for you. It, it, I, was, it was tough. I mean, uh, going to grade school like we did, if it wouldn't have been for friends like you, Bill Kirby, you know, I can name names of people who was always there. You know, we never, we never stayed in the house. We was always outside. When we went to school, as soon as we got home, it was outside playing sports somewhere. We always was doing something outside. So that friendship is what helped growing up. But then when, you know, reality set in as, as I got into high school, sports-wise, playing basketball, there was places that, this is high school, and you go to a high school game, and after the game's over, I almost had to fight my way out of the place. Sad days. It was, it was bad. That's the things that I had to go through. But once again, God was by my side. And, and, and you know, and, and here's, here's, why, here's why I wrote you that night. I remember sitting right over there and I was praying. I was thinking about our generation. I was thinking about you. I was thinking about uh, some of my friends uh, from the African-American community. And, you know, my thought was, you seemed like you, you seemed like you ro rose above, like you, like it didn't affect you. And that just shows how ignorant I was of how out of touch I was. I assumed something. And what I wanted to get with you about was to say to you that, or to ask you from the outside, you got you and some of the friends I knew that we we hung out with and played sports with that were from the, the black community. You guys hung out and we laughed and we, but I didn't know that about what you told me the other day about the basketball. I didn't know that. A lot of people did. It was kind of. But you guys yeah. knew. But you felt that you had to carry that. You had to go through that, and and nobody knew that. We didn't know that. That's the part that that is similar. To, that it's like the assumption that, that we might have is, well, 
it doesn't look like, you couldn't, maybe you couldn't let it be known. I, I'm, I'm just, again, I'm, and my ignorance is shown here. I'm just, how did you, how did, what'd you do with that? Well, basically, you just kept it inside. You just, you but asked why? yourself why, and you just figured it was the world. It was the way, I mean, I was young. I didn't, I didn't understand it. But now when you sit back and think about it, I mean, my parents couldn't go to some games because they didn't know if their car was going to get damaged while they was inside watching the game. It was tough on them. But what about the fear level, though? I mean, like, was, was there a fear level? For me, yes, there was at times. I mean, when you walk into a basketball gym, closed in area, yes, there's no doubt there was fear. But once again, I had God on my side. So, so that's, that's the real anchor for you then. I mean, that's, that's the, when you could go, when you could feel the feelings and the emotions and all that and all the turbulence of all that and, and the cry for empathy and, 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 and justice and, and acceptance and all that and trying to work through that as a minority in Western Maryland. You... It, 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 do you think that's, uh, that's, that's a, a common thing in, in the community here, uh, that people reach out to God in, in the black community? Uh, were you, were you, was, was that a, a norm with your friends? With, with I can't really say it was a norm. With some of my friends, yes. But, you know, it, like I said before, it started with my mother and father. They bestowed that in me from a young age and from the time I could walk. <laughs> and... And that's where you get it from. You know, you just can't start. It's got to be bestilled in you. So. What do we need to hear? What do we need to hear? That's a good question. What, what would you hope we could hear? Not just, not just hear here, but hear here. What, what is just it? Just know the pain that people have went through. Don't be so judgmental on some things that are happening around the world. Just sit back and think about some things that have been said today, for instance. Take them and think about them, because believe me, this world is, right now, it's in a turmoil. And we need to turn to God and fix it. And if we don't, what's this world going to end up? And and if the church gets off track, we can't get the world on track. And if there's ever a place where these walls have to come down, and it has to be more walk than talk. I, you know, this morning driving here, I prayed, God, I don't want, and I know you're not this way, I don't want this to be a performance, a one and done, where we go, ha, da, da, look, you know, look what Gerald and I, you know. I don't want it to be a performance. I want it to be a step of obedience. And I can tell already, Gerald sent me a, Gerald sent me a song this morning at whatever o'clock it was. We were both up. I, I wrote you, but I sent him what I was wearing. First I said we should maybe wear our Steelers jerseys, throw, throw half the room off. <laughs> We, we let Ravens fans come here sometime. Yeah, but that's anyway, all right. That's all right. But, but anyhow, but, but I, I, sent him, I sent him what I was wearing. 
Uh, not what I was on. I wasn't modeling it. I had it like on a thing. <laughs> and he got, what did you say? He said, uh, I think I'm going to look a little bit more. What did you say? So I'm like, more dressy. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, what's he gonna, what, what should I wear? Then I thought, oh, we'll figure it out. But, but uh, I, I, I thought, you know, he sent me a song by Yolanda Adams this morning, and it was a go-to. He said it's one of his go-to songs, and it was about hearing God. I need a word from you. Just one word. Just one word. Just one word. Just one word from God. And there's a pass. The other passage I wanted to 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 end this with. We have to do this again, by the way, right? Yeah, right. Uh, where it says, I think it's Psalm 133, behold how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity. And then he describes it like, it's like the, the anointing oil that came down upon the priest and like the water that would flow out of heaven onto Mount Hermon, one of the largest mountains in Israel. And, it, and then he says, and there, there, God will command the blessing. We were sitting in the back before the service, and, and I said, you know, I feel like we are so in the will of God right now, and that God's going to use us just because we're doing something together, that we could get up and sing, who's afraid of the big bad wolf, and God, and God would move. Right? We're not going to sing that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe shining star, but not his. But, but uh, you know what? I, I think we're doing something. God's using two these us. Yes. Right. For for what? I mean, for something that's. Uh, we can't control what's going to happen this week. We can't in the city, in the country, in the states. But we can control this. You know. And we can step into other circles, make moves toward one another instead of just saying, well, there he is, there she is, and we do a Facebook, but be like, from here on, let's walk together. I'm here. So... There's probably people that are watching this live that went to school with us, went to, you know, played ball with us or whatever. And uh, it's, it's been cool being in my hometown and for all these years and pastoring and connecting with people out of the past through technology and through this that watch in. And it's so cool to see God doing a work in people's lives. Um, one good buddy of ours, we'll mention the name, but when we do communion, he and I were in the same kind of partying group together, sowing our wild oats group. And uh, now when we do communion, and I'm on this side of the table, and he's walking to that side, we give ourselves this look like, can you even believe <laughs> That, we're, that I'm your pastor, good Lord, you know, but I tell you, man, walking to school with you up that hill, William Street, Louisiana, turning left at Kent, 
who's afraid of doing that and hitting the softball and getting in trouble, I guess. Uh, going to middle school together, walking with Gerald Trimble, and watch you, guys, watch you guys go down those 52 steps. And now seeing you as a brother in Christ and a pillar in your family, a leader of class and character and courage. I'm glad that God has us on the same path. So am I. Yeah. All right, wise one. What's what's your final what's your final what's your final word? Uh, if you could say one more thing when you're driving down the road in the car, going, mm, I wish I would have said. If there's anything left, what do you got? Wow. <laughs> uh, just trust and believe in God, and pray. Prayers do come. They come answered. So just pray for everything, pray for everybody, and pray for this world. Mm, mm, mm. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, just take a quick trip back through the years of your life and think about how many times God came. I told Gerald before, I said, you know, I feel like I used my mercy tickets up a long time ago. Anybody else ever feel that way? You used them all up, all your mulligans, all your second chance, all of them. But isn't it great that the God we serve, not necessarily the God that religion describes, but the real God, the real Jesus, isn't it great? how so many times he comes back to us when we don't know where to turn, we don't know what to do, and life is just overwhelming. And here he comes again, not to judge us, but to say, here I am. And man, how did you say it upstairs? He said, if we, if we would just let, if we, if, we, if we would just let him have his way, that's, that's one thing he said uh, this week as we've conversed coming into today. Let's just let God have his way. As, as we close this, this, this morning, as we close this, the phrase, let God have his way in your life right now, Whatever your circumstance is, whatever door you're in front of, whatever knot is so tangled, whatever circumstance in your marriage, your family, whatever, what does let God have his way mean to you right now? Don't have to fix the world. Don't jump five years ahead. Just right now, right now where you are. Would you just close your eyes and your, bow your heads and bring your heart before, before the Lord right now? The, the band's going to come up and lead us in a song as the, ki as the kids kick out the jam right now. <laughs> so, what does let God have his way 
in your circumstance mean right now? Does it mean forgiving somebody? Does it mean picking up the phone? And Does it mean knocking on someone's door and saying, you know, we've been distant too long. I've held this grudge too, way too... What, the, what, what does it mean? Maybe it's something that he's had on your heart for a long time and you've... It's not that you've said no, but you just, you just have allowed the things of the world and the, the busyness to just put that on the, on the, on the burner, and it needs to be, and it, meets, it needs to go into steps. What is it? As we pray right now, just let, let, let's just pray. Holy Spirit, we just pray that, first of all, I thank you for my brother and his beautiful wife and family. I pray for all the, all the Trimble kids and the grandkids and all those that know that know Linda and Gerald and love them and, and they're tuning in today, we pray your great blessing on them today. All of our friends watching, all the people that will uh, listen on podcast or find this on, on YouTube somewhere, it was just a God moment right now as they are in this moment with us. Letting God have his way. Maybe, maybe, maybe you've heard about Jesus your whole life long, but something today Something today, someone today got past the mind and got to the heart and you feel like there's someone knocking on the door of your heart. That's, that's, that's Jesus. He says, look, I stand at the door of your heart and I knock. If anyone will open the door, I will come in. I will fellowship with him, with her, and he or she fellowship. What, a, what, a, what could be a better time than right now to open your heart to Jesus? Lord, for anyone that that applies to right now, all around this sanctuary and all around watching, listening, may they say right now, Jesus, come into my heart. Save my soul. Wash me clean in your blood. Put your precious Holy Spirit in my life. I want to have a brand new start and a brand new life. And for each one of us, Lord, for each one of us, we want to say yes to what you'd have us do. That's it. Listen and do. And we give you thanks for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you love this guy? Is he one of your new best, besties, huh? All right, man. God bless you. Let's sing.